You are listening to Spot On, a health and wellness podcast that breaks through the latest media headlines to provide you with accurate and usable information that is, well, spot on, spot on to meet your needs. I am your host, Dr. Joan Salji-Blake, a nutrition professor at Boston University and the author of the college textbook called Nutrition and You, which is used in colleges across the United States and abroad. Hello, Spot On listeners. Um, boy, I love this topic because I, if I see one more hashtag, immune busters on social media, I mean, this is all we're seeing during this crazy, crazy pandemic here. So this episode, are you in tune with your immune system? I have a special guest on, and she's actually been on here before and just wrote an article about this whole immune system and your diet. But before we get to her, let's go to the streets and let's find out, what are you doing to boost your immune system? I think eating more vitamin C foods or taking more vitamin C supplements would help. I work out every day and drink more fluid. I take extra dietary supplement. Well, recently I've seen more ads about products that help boost your immunity, but I think it's more about what you eat. Today, I'd like to welcome Ginger Holton is a nationally recognized media registered dietitian, a nutrition and health writer. She owns two private practices, believe it or not, Champagne Nutrition and Seattle Cancer Nutritionist. And of course, they are in Seattle. And she helps clients optimize their health and wellness with an integrated approach, which I really, really absolutely love. So she wrote an article all about um, nutrition and your immune system and what's going on in Food and Nutrition Magazine. And we're going to put this up on the Facebook page for Spot On so you can read it. But boy, I have been hearing so much about this. And I did a little bit of um, investigating and I found out and really... Ginger shared this with me in her article, that it is projected that global immunity-focused functional foods will grow to reach $1 trillion by 2023. $1 trillion, not billion, trillion. That is a lot of zeros and a lot of commas to the tune of 10 to the 12th power. I mean, I, I just said it's mind-boggling with me. So with that, I have invited Ginger to come on and talk about this and really what we can do about your whole immune system. So Ginger, welcome to Spot On. I am so happy to be here. This is so important to talk about. So thank you for tackling it. Right. You said in this article, um, you know, I started by saying, you know, the hashtag immune booster or boost your immune, whatever, that that hashtag has increased by more than 46% between April uh, and, and May of 2020, correct? Yeah. And interestingly, we are not even supposed to be using it because it is a little bit misleading. And so when I started to realize, I mean, I think I'd even used it maybe in the beginning because, you know, you think you're helping people or you're excited about the immune system and just diving into this more. There's actually regulations around those kind of terms. And um, it's, a, it's a pretty big oversimplification. So I don't use hashtag immune booster at all anymore. 
Yeah, and that's why you're on, my dear, because we're going to get to the bottom of this. So let's let's go back a little bit and explain for us, first of all, what exactly is your immune system so people can understand that? Yeah, it's really important to know the ins and outs of this, and it gets really complex really quickly. But the most important thing is that your immune system is your protection, right? It's your protection against invaders like viruses and bacteria, and it even keeps uh, cancer cells at bay. So it is fighting on our side. So this is this is an innate quality. We're all born with. It. We are. Yep. So there there's an innate part. Like you're born with it. You've got your skin. That's part of it. You've got your mucosal membranes. It's like your mouth and your nose. And you have some immune cells, like natural killers, NK cells, for example. We're born with these and they are always helping us our whole lives. So that's actually innate. You're born with it. But there's another piece. So you got this army inside your body that's fighting foreign invaders. You really do. Like you really do. It's very amazing and it works. It works really well, but it can't protect us from everything. So the body needs an acquired immune system. So innate is what you're born with and acquired is what you encounter throughout your life. And that is another um, another thing a lot of people are talking about is this is actually how immunizations vaccines work. So what you're looking at with acquired immune system, uh, the immune system as T cells, T as in Tom, and B cells, B as in boy, they're the ones that will identify a virus if it comes into your body and say, uh-oh, we have a problem, I'm going to mark this as an issue, and then um, other types of cells that will attack it. So your, your immune system is actually learning all the time from things that you're exposed to. We teach it with immunizations. Um, so our immune system, both we're born with it and it's able to learn. It's incredible. That's so interesting about the vaccines. That's a great way to explain that because, you know, of course, the vaccines are all the, what we're talking about right now. How can the diet affect, I guess, the acquired part of it, right? Because you're not, you know, it's acquired, you're eating it. So, you know, if, you, if your diet just say isn't healthy, what could happen? Yeah, this is where it gets really confusing, I think, because the diet does play a role in the immune system. It just does. I mean, we need vitamins A, C, D as in dog, E as in elephant. We need all the B vitamins, zinc, iron, like all of these nutrients are critical for our immune system to function properly. And part of the reason for that is because it's very active. It's always learning. And we need a lot of nutrients to help these special cells grow and do their jobs. So if you're deficient or if you're missing these nutrients, then your immune system can suffer. But I think it's very confusing because it's not a more is more kind of situation. Like if you take more of these nutrients, it doesn't make your immune system better. But if you're low, it can hurt it. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, Ginger. What the issue is, you know, when I talk about this, I always talk about people who are in maybe third world countries that don't have adequate food and they're malnourished and something will come along um, like a cold or something and just be devastating because they're so malnourished. But that's at a level, right? That's an extreme type level. So what, what we're saying here now is that could happen and you could have malnourished people in, in your neighbor if they're really, really malnourished and don't have enough food and things going on. But it's probably rare. I mean, do, I mean, are, are Americans meeting all the vitamin and mineral needs? Or Well, they, they should be and they could be. So like you said, there is, there are issues in our country with 
access to nutrition. So some people are malnourished. Some people don't have enough food. Some people, you know, like older people are at risk. Um, children can be at risk. So, th so there are at-risk populations, but it's not like a famine that we see in, in some countries that people suffer from. However, Americans, we have access, but a lot of people don't choose to eat the foods that have vitamin C or B vitamins. Like we tend to eat a lot of processed foods or foods that don't have a lot of nutrition instead of fruits and vegetables. And that is a problem for us. Right. So, you know, it, it's a matter of, it sounds like the diet is important for a healthy immune system, but by taking a supplement, you know, if you have a, you're eating, you take a supplement, can you, can you boost your immune system to prevent like getting COVID or? It's so interesting because that is the message that we're seeing right at the store or on commercials or on social media. But um, the National Institutes of Health, the NIH, they've done actual studies and reports looking at vitamin C, vitamin D and zinc. And they're finding that no, more of these nutrients is not protecting it against COVID. And it's really, really important to understand that even people that are young, healthy, have a good immune system, those people are still getting COVID. Some of those people are still dying from COVID. So um, your immune system can't protect you from all viruses and bacteria, especially from ones like COVID that are new. Um, so it's very dangerous, even to people with a robust immune system. Right, right, right. So, you know, that that's where we go into this you know, $1 trillion. Seen this all over the place, Ginger. So people are worried about COVID, worried about their immune system. And, you know, we have surveys saying that, you know, their you know, health and immune system are like the hot ticket items that people are looking for to to um, uh, learn more about. So you they can fall prey to this $1 trillion market, right, of these functional foods that are advertising immune-supporting ingredients and and it really could be just um, a way that it might be getting ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So while nutrition is important, it's so funny. Um, the term functional food is a good one because actually most foods are serving a, a functional purpose. Like strawberries are really high in vitamin C. That's great for the immune system, right? Because we don't want to be deficient. We want to have enough vitamin C. So actually eating like strawberries could be considered functional or, you know, meeting your protein needs could be functional. But what, what we're seeing in the marketing is a little bit different. It's more like this food has probiotics to support your immune system or this elderberry is going to boost your immune system. So there are really interesting studies like maybe probiotics could play a role or maybe elderberry could play a role but it's such an oversimplification to drink a drink or take a powder that says this is going to boost your immune system because it doesn't quite work like that i'm so glad you said that because and and these products that i'm awful seeing whether they're shakes or drinks or uh, exotic vegetables or whatever are expensive so but What's the other side of it? Is there a problem? Like if you start taking too much of this, these kinds of, you know, quote unquote, immune boosting foods or supplements? Yeah, I think a lot of us don't think of supplements or vitamins or minerals or fortified foods as as a problem at all, because it's like, oh, it's just a vitamin, right? Or it's just a it's just elderberry. It's an herb. It's good for you. But any 
vitamin at high levels or herbal, it can actually interact with maybe your medications. It can interact with other supplements. So it is really important to take a look at you as a unique individual and, and what could be going on when you take high doses of things. I mean, vitamin E, I talk about in my article, if at very high levels, like there actually is an intake level set for that, you increase your risk of bleeding because it's it's a blood thinner at high levels. And it can also interact with some medications, um, you know, like iron and, and copper and zinc, they interact in the body. So if you're taking an extra mineral, it could actually be interacting and blocking other minerals in your body. So it's it is pretty serious to think about how you're supplementing and how that's affecting your health. You know that's interesting uh, because we did we did a whole uh, segment on you know should you be taking supplements, um, some because a lot of Americans have full short uh, nutrients. But if you start taking these supplements at at unbelievably high amounts, thinking that you're going to boost your immune system, you could be causing other problems. You know you said about the vitamin E and zinc is another one because zinc is always like you know colds and immune system, and we know that you need zinc, but th- doesn't that block or the absorption of another mineral? Yeah. So zinc can, can definitely interact like zinc and iron and copper are all interacting. And so they can block each other. So that actually works against you. And I'm actually, I'm pretty, I'm pretty like pro supplements when they're needed, right? Like I, a lot of my clients are on multivitamins or vitamin D. I work with people that have cancer or are chronically ill and a lot of people could benefit from supplements, but you need to work with a dietitian who knows what they're doing, right? And specializes in that. And you need to, to really uh, think about the interactions because things can happen. And also, you know, taking a lot of this and mixing tea, you're taking supplements, you're drinking these juices and drinks and things and stuff, you could be overloading it and, and of course, get the problems what you just said. You know, there are some things you can do because, you know, people feel so helpless with this pandemic, but there are some positive things you can do to help your immune system. In this article, you wrote about exercise. Can you, so can you explain how exercise could, you know, actually be a good thing during, during this COVID? Yeah, I I do. I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm saying you can't do anything because you really, really can. You're, you're so right. The diet is important, but there is very clear research that, that other things help you too. Things we should be focused on. There's specific ex- uh, research on exercise and it's not even super high. It's like three to five days a week, even 20 to 60 minute sessions of, of movement can be supportive for the immune system. I think specifically for NK cells. So it can affect the innate and acquired immune system. So being active, a lot of that, uh, that has slipped for us in COVID, like a lot of people are struggling there. So getting back to that could be one of the most powerful things you do for your immune system. That's interesting. So in other words, you got to exercise your immune system, get out there and work it out with a mask outside. Now it's getting nicer weather, but that's really interesting. And you know, we, uh, you know, there's so much going on about mental health now during this um, pandemic. Exercise is so fabulous for that. So you, you get almost like you get two for the price of one when you're outside exercising or even inside exercising. A hundred percent. I'm doing both. I'm in my house exercising and I also am walking in my neighborhood. That's great. That's great. You know what I bought? I just bought one of those desk bikes 
because like when I'm on these Zoom meetings, oh no, I'm pedaling away because I can't stand it anymore with these Zoom meetings. So there you go. So I have a desk bike. So I'll, maybe I'll show it to you offline here today. Tell us about sleep because we are, we've been hearing about the benefits for sleep for such a long time, but how does that sleep affect your immune system? Yeah, sleep's another example of something that can suffer during COVID. You know, people's schedules are, are a lot different now. And I know kids are at home and homeschooling. There's just a lot going on. But if you don't get enough sleep, your immune system can very much be damaged um, or be lessened. And that's especially if you're getting like less than six hours, which I hear very often. It's it's an, it's pretty common and that is not good for your immune system. So again, it's not like exciting, but sleep, it can really, it can really boost your immune system. So instead of investing in supplements, focusing on sleep instead could be a really good investment for you. You know, and that's something I think a lot of people are having a hard time with because of so much stress and anxiety. So again, we did a whole episode on uh, how to hack your sleep, you know, behaviors, and it really fascinating about how sleep is, is important, but we didn't touch on immunity. Now that I know that I'm going to bed an hour earlier tonight, just because of that. All right, Miss Champagne Nutrition, you did a whole thing uh, for us on the good, the bad, and the ugly of alcohol in season one. I mentioned that. So tell me how alcohol affects your immune system. You wrote about this in the article, and I, this, I found this very interesting. Well, it's extremely relevant right now because there's been studies that are coming out that are saying during COVID, alcohol use and abuse has increased quite a bit. Binge drinking behavior has increased. Drinking in women has increased. And... um the guidelines are pretty clear. One drink a day for women, two drink a day for men max. And when you're going over that, especially chronic and heavy alcohol intake, that actually it reduces your immune system. So you really need to think about alcohol intake and how it's affecting your health, uh, mental and physical during COVID. And I also remember this. You told me this. It also affects your sleep. For sure. A hundred percent. So, so in other words, drinking at night because, you know, uh, you have a stressful day or an over-consuming it chronically is not only bad. Here we go again. You get two for the price of one negatively here that it's going to, you know, alcohol will affect your immune system in a negative way and then affect your sleep in a negative way. So you're really, as a double whammy. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I think people really do need to assess their relationship to alcohol and the immune system blunting isn't really showing up at very low, light, or moderate levels. The sleep issues could, but we're, you know, really a lot of people are drinking much, much more, and that can be very negative for your health. Right, right. All right, I want to leave on a positive note here. So what is the best healthy diet? What should we be eating to keep our immune system, you know, up to speed? Yeah, it's really fun. You know, I mentioned... Mm -hmm that there's certain nutrients that play a role in the immune system. Vitamin C, as in cat, does play a role. So you can literally enjoy berries or citrus, like an orange or a cup of bell peppers. That helps you meet your needs like for the whole day in, in one cup. I mean, it is really fun to meet your needs. Um, if you're looking at folate, like folate's very important for, it's a B vitamin for the immune system. Green leafies like spinach or kale or just lettuce, like you're going to meet your needs um, by enjoying those foods. Iron is in meat, of course, but also beans and nuts and dried fruit and zinc is in seafood, but also whole grains and beans and nuts. So the most important thing 
thing is to eat a variety of whole foods throughout the day and make sure and get your fruits and veggies. That way you're actually going to meet your nutrient needs in the diet. And then you can weave in exercise and sleep on top. And you're going to be, you're going to be doing the best you can and feel empowered that you are protecting your immune system and, and really giving it what it needs to do its best job. See, I love this because I, I, people want to feel empowered and that's a very powerful formula. Eating right, getting exercise and sleeping is really going to be what you, if I, if I am interpreting what you're saying to me is the best, you know, medicine for your immune system. And that's something we can all do. I mean, that's, you know, we don't have to necessarily go out and be scared into having these, you know, hashtag immune busting supplements or drinks and like that. We can just do the basic things and know that's really good for your immune system. It is important. Like you don't want to be deficient. You do want to meet your needs. Um, but if you're doing that and then you're practicing all the recommended guidelines for staying safe and avoiding, you know, uh, getting the virus, that's the best we can do. And to me, that is empowering. And uh, one other takeaway is if you're using the hashtag immune booster or things like that online, you should probably pull back um, because that can be misleading to people. And what we're trying to do is give the immune system what it needs to do its job, but you can't really boost it with additional nutrients. Right. So here we go again. Some is good, but more is not better. Exactly. Well, I want to thank Ginger Holton for coming on and um, talking about if you're in tune with your immune system. And it sounds like um, I'm going to bed early tonight and I always eat my fruits and vegetables. And uh, there we go. And I'm going to go out and exercise as soon as I uh, end up this episode. So Ginger, I want to thank you once again for being on Spot On. I hope to come back again soon and talk about something else. I love, love your podcast. Okay, it's a date. Thank you. Spot On is supported by the Boston University Sargent College's Master of Science degree in Nutrition program. Log on to bu.edu to learn more about this fabulous nutrition graduate program. Thank you for listening to Spot On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This way you'll get every new episode every week. And by the way, leave us a nice review. And can you also like us on our Spot On Facebook page and suggest topics for future episodes? Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joan Salgy Blake. And oh, by the way, can you send this episode to five of your friends? Do I ask a lot of you? <laughs>